we all have the same 24 hours in a day and you have to take all the things that you want to get accomplished, divide them up into all the days of the week you want to work on your business and it can be done. Welcome to Coffee Powered Systems, equipping women with actionable steps to overcome overwhelm and streamline business and life. So grab your favorite drink and come hang out with me. I'm your host, Miranda Merton. Hey friend, welcome back. Today you're going to hear another Coffee Powered Systems interview. And this time I have a chat with Lindsay Maloney, a self-made business and success coach who specializes in teaching women how to start and scale their dream coaching businesses with simplicity and confidence. And we talk a whole lot about hustle mentality, managing your daily obligations. If you've ever thought about if it is possible to work on your business while keeping your nine to five career, because she has a nine to five career and also is a business success coach, how to manage your work week intentionally if you do only have an hour or two to work on your business. And we go into a lot of other things like running your business as an introvert. And here's a little bit more about Lindsay before we get into the interview. She believes that you should always choose to use your intuition to guide you as you grow in your business. With her step-by-step teachings and creative guidance, you'll feel inspired to take her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay works with women who want to get unstuck and structure their brilliance into a coaching business that is sustainable and financially exhilarating. She's also the creator of Standout Coaching Academy and is the host of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. So get ready to tune in as we listen to my chat with Lindsay Maloney. All right, welcome back to Coffee Powered Systems. I'm your host, Miranda Merton, and today I am joined by Lindsay Maloney, self-made business and success coach. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Oh, Miranda, thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. I'm yes, so I'm excited. excited to talk to you today about, you know, being an introvert and hustle mentality and all that fun stuff. I think people really love this topic. <laughs> it's super popular. So hoping we get some uh, good tips for our listeners today. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so before we get started, though, I do have a question for you because, and you can choose, I would love to know either what book you're reading or show you're watching, or if you've seen something recently that you'd love to share with us. Okay. So you're going to find out how exciting I am. (laughs) (laughs) I never watch TV except at night before we go to bed. Mm -hmm. And right now we're watching the Dick Van Dyke show. That's what we're watching. Oh my God. I love that. I I love it so much. Okay, good. (laughs) And, And then I am reading, um, the book called fervent. It's right in front of me. I'm reading that. Um, I'm going to grab it. It's by Priscilla Shire. It's about, it's about prayer, a woman's battle plan for serious, specific and strategic prayer. It's really good. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Definitely going to put that down. You mean there's no cocomelon? Um, <laughs> Cocomelon and you know, I choose, I choose not to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Every time I tune into Netflix, there's like Cocomelon still in the top 10. I'm like, <laughs> parents are being like, <laughs> oh, I know my daughter came home from, from, um, catechism a couple weeks ago. And she said, mom, I heard that Cocomelon is addicting. <laughs> 
I I will, probably is. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why it's still in the top 10 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you actually have three kids that you homeschool, right? Yes. yes. Um, along with all the things that you do. And I was intrigued by that because I used to homeschool as well. And so I know how much work it is, but you have a nine to five career, a coaching business, and you're homeschooling and doing all the mom things. So, I'd, and you just, before we turned on the mics, you said you have a new puppy. So I would love to know how you balance your time with your business, career, family, all of that. Hmm. Well, I get asked that all the time. And I say, that's a great question. Cause I ask myself that almost every morning. And then I have to say, <laughs> please give me the energy that I had yesterday to do what I need to do today. Cause it's, it's always, it's always running, right? My, my husband always says we have a show to run. So this is what we got to do. This is what we signed up for. Right. Um, but some actual tips, I am a very routine and scheduled person. If it is not on a sheet of paper in front of me or in a sauna or wherever I'm planning things, it's not going to be done. Um, And so I have to have that written down. That's how I've always been. I always joke about when I was little, I used to write myself to-do lists when I was really young on little colorful post-its and say, get up at six in the morning and help dad do chores. And I probably didn't, (laughs) but I had a lot of good intentions. Um, But, and and having a routine, especially with kids, I think Mm -hmm. that's really important. That's my belief anyway. And uh, we stick to that. It doesn't matter what season or whatever we're in, we're going to stick to our routine so we can run smoothly. Cause you guys probably know that if your kids are thrown off their routine, even for one night, it just turns into a bunch of meltdowns and everything is thrown out of whack. Yeah. Uh, As for nine to five in business management, I guess I, I built my business on nap times. So my kids right now are 12, seven and three, four. Mm -hmm. I have to have to do the math now. Um, and I decided years ago that I don't want my business to take eight plus hours of my day. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to train it to be able to grow with a couple hours of focused attention. And so that's what I've done. I don't have any nap times anymore at home, but my business still works with that allotted time. I feel Mm -hmm. like if we have two hours or 10 hours to work on our business, we're going to spend that much to work on it. And that's just kind of how it, it all works together pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I always go back to that phrase that's saying that time expands, you know, things expand with the time. So if you have two hours to do something, you're going to finish it in two hours. If you're like, oh, I have nine hours. Yes, you're (laughs) magically somehow it's like the ninth hour and you're like finishing it up. So I love that you are definitely disciplined in, you know, those buckets of time and um, the we talk about hustle mentality um, and, you know, you see all the Gary V's and then all this stuff. Now, what do you think about hustle mentality and the difference between like men and women and how we deal with it? Well, I'm sorry, but there's a special place in heaven for mothers. <laughs> there just is. Uh-huh. We, we, no one thinks about things the way we do. It's not possible. You're, you're not wired to do that. We are the good ones are right. Mm-hmm. So when we first start our businesses, a lot of times we're listening to people like, you know, Gary Vee and he's, he's amazing. He's yeah. done amazing things, whatever. I used to listen to him too. Cause I, I didn't know better and I thought that's what I should be doing. And he's actually the one who brought me into the hustle mentality and, and out of it, mm-hmm. because I realized really quickly, 
this doesn't work because I have to, you know, I was probably nursing a child at the time when I started and I didn't have time to, or the brain power to go back to work at night when I just put my baby down for, for bed. Right. Yeah. And then I realized, okay, he's not, he's not a mom. He's not a woman. He doesn't have all the things on his plate. Like I do. Why am I trying to be like some guy online who has all the time just to drive around and do videos? I don't have that kind of time. (laughs) And actually I don't want to do that. So Mm -hmm. I decided to design my business in a way that that works with my life, my, and my family, because my family is number one, right? Right. And my time with my family is number one. I can't go get a program to show me how to spend more time with my family. That's something that I just need to be intentional about doing. So Mm -hmm. I had to be okay with, you know what, maybe this will take me a little bit longer to grow and that's fine because I'm not going to rush this. Uh, like I always say, it took me about five or six years to figure out what the heck I was doing. And then once I finally figured it out and was okay with the journey that I'm on the process that this is going to be, everything started to come together really easily. And I think that's a big, a big thing that we all get really tripped up with is Mm -hmm. we're comparing ourselves to everyone else online and what all the gurus are saying. And if it's not matching to what our daily life looks like, we feel like we're doing something wrong and we're not. Mm -hmm. And it's important that you recognize that too, that you quickly, you said you went in with it and you went out and you're like, this isn't going to work. And it's, I think it's important that we look at the people that we're following as well and that we kind of can relate to them. Um, You're right. I don't relate to, you know, the Gary V's and all the hustle, hustle, bustle. And then you feel like you're failing if you're not doing what they said, or you're not succeeding like they are. Um, And then it kind of takes you back to you kind of, you end up going backwards in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's really dangerous to put yourself in that spot, in that space and not have the, the courage to say, okay, that wasn't the right spot for me to be in. That's okay. I can go over here and, and pay attention to this because this feels really right for me. Mm -hmm. the intuition isn't a, a fancy business tool. So sometimes that's one of the last ones that we pick up to use. Oh, I love that. Intuition isn't a fancy business tool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's been a long time since I've had an actual nine to five and you have a nine to five career along with everything else. Um, I just kind of fell out of it. And it's a long winding story of how I got to where I am, but you're not a proponent of the quit your nine to five movement. Um, I know when I first started doing like online business, that was a big thing, like the quit your nine to five and get rid of it and all this stuff. And it's like um, hyped, hyped up, right? Mm -hmm. It's the laptop lifestyle mentality. So Mm -hmm. what's your take on that portion of it? I don't like it because I think it's an irresponsible message to put out there. Uh, like I, like I said before, if we're not uh, equipped with making rational decisions and that, that not slamming somebody for doing that, but let's say I decided to quit my nine to five and um, just hope that everything comes together 10 years ago when I first started. Well, 10 years ago, I had a child in the hospital and I had, you know, tons of medical bills coming in because of that visit. And because I had my nine to five, I didn't have to pay anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I tell this story a lot too. I was at a business conference, like a little mini conference a couple of years ago. 
And I was listening to someone talk about their million dollar launch and <laughs> the, the, the pain this. points of it. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about how they, they had so many refund requests coming in and they had to speak to their customer service um, team so they could get all them processed. And I was thinking, that sounds like a nightmare. I don't even want a customer service team. Why would I need that? Can I just represent my business? And I was just going through all these things in my head and and everyone's taking notes like, okay, this is what I need to go through in order to have a million dollar course business. And I thought, I don't, that's not really what I want. I'm okay with not having that. And then she went in to talk about, you know, um, I could do this because I quit my nine to five and then the whole nine to five spiel started rolling out. And then I raised my hand because I couldn't take it anymore. And I said, what are you guys doing for insurance? What are you guys doing for planning for the future? Like, is your husband taking care of that for you? Or what are you guys doing? Cause no one is talking about this and no one said anything. And I just sat there. What are you guys doing? And no one said anything. Wow. And it just kind of blew my mind that no one talks about that. And I think that especially as a, if we have families, you have to talk about that. That is something that's going to come up. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is something that's on my mind. Um, and I don't want to be the person who's inspired to do something because they heard it on a podcast and then let the rest fall into place. I think there's a time and place for that. And I really don't believe that quitting your nine to five is just something you can just say, oh, well, I'm just, I'm hoping for the best, right? We got to plan long-term. So I could stand on my soapbox and talk about that for a long time. Um, But it's just something that has always bothered me. And like, no one talks about it. They just kind of get nervous when the topic is brought up. So I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. And I think that maybe there's like a guilt or a scarcity of time that if we work on your business, like only an hour or two a week, um, that's not enough time. Maybe that is part of that mentality as well. Yeah. And maybe that's something that you should be okay with as well. You know, if I can have a couple hours working on my business every day, that's pretty amazing. And I can get a lot done. I can work pretty efficient. I think it just depends on the kind of business that you want and how long you want to be in front of your screen. And I think that you can design the business that really works well for you. And just shut off everybody else, shut off all the noise and you can design it in the way that fits best with you and your family. Yeah. And yeah. And I don't think you're right. I don't think a lot of people are talking about it enough. And when you say work less, make more space, um, you know, be intentional on what you're working on. I think that's kind of a hard thing for people to grasp because a lot of times with coaches, they tell you things, they tell you how to do, they tell you what to do, but a lot of the times they don't tell you how to get there or how to do it. Um, so it becomes a bit of a hard concept to grasp, like, how do I work for one hour a week? How do I work on nap time? How do I just mm-hmm. work on the weekend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I get, I am the best at showing you how, because that's how I have to live my life. And if I don't, I'm going to be a mess. My business is going to be a mess. I'm really good at breaking things down to show you. Yes. If you only have one hour a week, let's take all the things that need to be done this week and we can categorize them in a special way that I've done it for years. Mm -hmm. And then it, all of a sudden you see all these light bulb moments perch up because 
they see that if they just had maybe a focused, intentional days, like Mondays are social, Tuesdays are podcasts, and so forth, instead of everything in one day, and then just carry everything over to to the next, it feels a lot better. It's just, Mm -hmm. we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And you have to take all the things that you want to get accomplished, divide them up into all the days of the week you want to work on your business, and it can be done. Yeah. And I think a lot of people also don't, um, they preach things they're not actually actually doing anymore, or maybe mm-hmm. they necessarily never did them. Mm-hmm. You know, these people like regurgitate talking points, and we don't actually know <laughs> that they even followed what they were talking about. So, mm-hmm. or they have like five other people <laughs> doing what they're saying. <laughs> exactly. I have one person working for me right now, and you know who that is? That's my mother. I trained her on how to do my Pinterest marketing over a year ago, and she handles that for me. But otherwise, it is just me. It is 100% me. Yeah. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just actually recently hired um, someone to just help me out, like virtual assistant, a few hours Mm -hmm. a month just for doing little things. So I'm still basically, still basically just me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about being an introvert as well, because you and I are virtually the same person (laughs) when it comes to that area. I'm an introvert. Um, You know, I saw that you're an INFJ. I'm same. I'm actually a T by like 1%. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I can claim (laughs) INFJ. Um, But how are you able to scale your business, your coaching business? um, And what do you think has been the biggest success for you in that area, being an introvert? Mm, Well, figuring out what an introvert was in the first place was so freeing. I always thought that there was something wrong with me. I grew up thinking, you know, I'm so shy. My family's always telling me to speak up, go out and do things. And um, you got to be more social. And I always thought, is there something wrong? Because I have zero desire to do that. I am happy being at home. I, my idea of having fun is staying home all the time. Um, And so until I saw this one article many years ago about being an introvert, that just changed my life because I knew I I am who I am. And I'm actually really okay. I think this is pretty neat because mm-hmm. it looks like to me, introverts have some amazing qualities. Yeah. And I've been working from home for, oh gosh, I think about 18 years. And so I... I started working in an office when I was 20. And so you can see I'm 37 years old. Ever since I turned 21, I moved in home and I don't miss the office politics or the office chit chat stuff at all. Like I, if I, if I had to work in an office, Miranda, then I would be quitting my nine to five, <laughs> but I'm able to work from home on my own terms. So that that's again, another plus to that. Um, but speaking to being an online entrepreneur and especially nowadays when everything is like, you got to go on video, you have to do all, you know, reels and stand there and point to all these things and lip sync to songs that I don't even know because I don't even listen to music from nowadays <laughs> anyway because I am a very old soul and so I don't resonate with a lot of those strategies and so you would think that someone like me would just fall by the wayside because I'm not keeping up with the trends well I've never been a person to keep up with the trends I've never been a follower I've been the true introvert in the back of the room analyzing everyone and think trying to think not. of what they're going to say so I can respond to them right that's what we do mm-hmm. So I decided that, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to trust that whatever I do is going to be done well, and I'm going to bring in the people that are attracted to that. So 
I've, I've been triple booked out with clients for a long time. And I bring in people who don't want to live that lifestyle. I bring in people who are okay with this taking, you know, as long as it takes, I know I have a lot of stuff to set up. I know how I have things to build and I'm okay with that. And I'm so happy that I can help people embrace their personality and to, to branch out into the online world. Because once you embrace who you are, you're, you're not, I'm not shy online. I could go on podcast interviews and videos all day, all day long and talk about this because I love it so much. And cause I know it inside and out. So when we're really comfortable, especially cause we're at, we're at home, right. We're operating from our number one comfort zone. We can do amazing things. Yeah. And I think that you have to recognize that introverts love being, being at home. They love being in control of their surroundings. So use that to your advantage as an online business owner and have confidence in yourself and the things you know, and know that those things are out there for a reason because you're here to help people. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that you said embrace who you are. And I think that's probably the best, you know, the best advice that I've seen is because you're right, all these things out there, social media, I, I just got started like do looking at the reels and doing all the things. And if you, if you can't fit yourself into that, it's super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you think this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is my life. I got <laughs> to put myself on camera. I got to do the pointy and the dancies. And- <laughs> And it feels really uncomfortable. And then what happens? You kind of retreat, you back up, you don't do it. And then you're, it's like over, right? So I like that you said, embrace it. We have to figure out who we are first and then kind of work around that. So I think that's probably one of the hardest things mm-hmm. <laughs> to do as well. Yes, but think about the other millions of people who are just like you and are going to be attracted to that style of, of marketing and uh, social media. Uh, so it, think about your patterns on Instagram, for example. Um, for me, if I'm going through the Instagram stories and I see somebody just like Wah! in your face talking and loud music, I'm skipping over it. I don't right. half the time my stuff is on mute anyway. Cause I'm very sensitive to, to sound and noise and in your face things. So I'm thinking there's, I'm, I can't, I'm not as special as I might think I am. Right. There's lots of people who feel that way about, you know, Instagram stories or just an Instagram post in general. Yeah. So I'm going to create stuff for those people. I'm going to, I have a mixture. I like the strategy of entertaining, educating and inspiring. And that's kind of the, the theme of, you know, my social media is I can, my favorite is to educate. If I could put up educational posts all day long, I would. Um, but my, and my version of entertaining is I like to come up with really funny memes and I'll post them on my Instagram feed and inspiring things that make coaches feel inspired. So they'll share my content. And that works really well for me. You got to just find your own flow and theme, and then it's going to feel really easy for you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like finding, um, having themes or pillars mm-hmm. with your social and kind of putting things into certain boxes it makes it easier mm-hmm. to create content around it. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Um, well, if you could sum it up based on your coaching experience and your business experience, what do you think is the secret to a successful business? Mm, it's trust the process 100% mm-hmm. and always take 
failures and cross it off and say, this is great feedback. And then learn from everything that you do. Pretty much nothing is going to go the way you want it to go. And it might be better. It might not be. Uh, Just consider it feedback and lessons. So you move forward. Don't quit. You're here for a reason. Um, And there are so many people out there who need you. Awesome. Well, Lindsay, my listeners love learning about business tools that you're using. So can you tell us what you're using right now, either in your business or things that you've come across, things that you use every day or just once in a while? Yes. So I love Asana. That's my go-to project management system. I use that for personal life, business, and homeschool. Um, And then Flowdesk I use for my email. I love them so very much. I use all the Google suite stuff and I love, I always forget what it's called. It's called, I think it's called Toby with an I. I have to look at my screen now. So I don't, have you heard of that before? Is that the, um, is that for cleaning and, and no, it's, um, it's actually, if you go to your internet browser, it's your homepage with file folders and you can organize your days inside of it. And put in, so let's say, for example, uh, Thursdays are a podcast day. I'll put in all the tabs. This is for the person who has a hundred tabs open all the time, Put all the tabs you're going to use on a Thursday, you drag them in this file folder, and then you can open up your Thursday and like all your stuff is in there for that day. So you don't get sidetracked. Yes. It's the best thing ever. It's free. And it's called Toby. It is. No one has heard of this, but it is so good. I love it. I have not heard of that. That's going to be, that's going to be the tip after this episode. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yes. You got to try it. I'm going to check that out. That's amazing. One thing you said about Asana that I want to point out is you said you use it for business and personal and all the things. And I think that's a really great tip because I also use my project management for everything. And I think some people get like, oh, I'm going to use Asana for this. And then I'm going to use this for that. Mm-hmm. And everything's split up. No, just no. <laughs> one thing. Like, why, why are you separating things? Yes, don't separate. Do it together. Keep it simple. Yeah, I love it. All right. So as we wrap up this wonderful episode, I would love to know if someone's ready to scale their business or take to the next level, what is your one action tip that you would give them to get started this week? Mm, give yourself permission to just focus and keep it simple. You don't have to do all the things that you see online. What do you really want to do? Mm. Um, Consider what the ideas in your head, what's like the one thing that you're excited to do and then see it through. Let's actually go from the brain to actually getting it out there into the world. Let's, let's, let's complete something Mm. because we get distracted with too many things. Let's do the thing, make it happen. This is a great time to do it. Um, and, and don't give up on an idea that you've had. I love it. So many distractions. I, (laughs) I was distracted five times yesterday (laughs) doing (laughs) all kinds of things. I was like, Oh, I can do that. Oh, but I also Mm want to do that. Let me get to this one too. Yes. (laughs) I literally had to focus and I was like, you know what, Miranda, chill and pick one thing, Mm -hmm. do it. Get it done and then move on. (laughs) Then move on. Yeah. Because then I end up doing, working on five different things and nothing ever gets done. No, that's not not effective. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Lindsay, where can our listeners connect with you? 
Yeah, they can go to lindsaymaloney.com and find all kinds of free masterclasses and tons of workbooks to help them. I also have a podcast, uh, Book Your Dream Clients podcast, and um, you can go listen to all the episodes there. I talk to coaches and lots of different guest experts on all the things that it helps uh, coaches build and scale their business. Awesome. Well, I will drop all of those links down in the show notes for everybody so they can connect with you and um, your wonderful coaching, especially for someone that's looking to become a coach. Lindsay's going to be your go-to on all the things. I picked up some of her freebies yesterday and (laughs) they are wonderful. Um, So also what I'm going to do tonight is check out some, you know, Nick at night. (laughs) Yes. Sick Van Dyke Show. I love it so much. Please do. All right. All right. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me. This has been wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. And that's all we have for today. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Coffee Powered Systems. You can find links to everything mentioned in the episode down in the show notes or on the website at mirandamerton.com. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review it in iTunes or where you enjoy listening so others can find it too. And join me here next time.